Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to give our updated look at the Oscar nominations. Obviously, with a lot of the big award circles announcing their nominations over the last week, we figured we'd get back together and give you guys a better look of the landscape of the 2021 Oscars. As always, I'm joined here by Jacob. How are you today? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And also joining us this week, Kenzie, how are you? I'm good. I love PTO so much. Just living it up on a Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of nice to kind of get together in the middle of the week and, you know, just podcast. So middle of the week, whatever. It is. Let's go with that. It is. It is. It's technically the middle of the week because there's the weekend and then there's the week. So, I mean, unless it's the weekend, I don't really care about anything. And that's okay. the excuse I'm going to go with. So, you know, but like I said, we're going to give you guys an out, you know, a look at what we feel the Oscars look like right now. Obviously, um, you know, a lot of things have happened. Um, we had SAG, we had Globes, we had a lot of Jarrett Leto, and then we had no Jarrett Leto today, which was very interesting. And, uh, after watching the little things, it's the little things that matter in life, and the little Wait, things. Did twice. Okay, I was yeah. going to. Yeah, I was okay, going to follow okay. it with the. Okay. The little things are. <laughs> it's the little things. It's the little, the little things. things. But um, we're going to talk about obviously the you know the big categories today. You know between picture, director, and all four acting categories. Um, where do you guys, we'll start obviously with supporting actress, but do you have any touches on anything that happened over this last week before we talk about the categories? I don't get the Jared Leto thing. Like, mm-hmm. I felt a lot better that they didn't put him in at Critics, but like, why is he everywhere else? Yeah, Jared Leto getting double for Golden Globe and uh, SAG, and then Del Ward missing on Globe and SAG was like, just it was insane to me. Just wear a t-shirt. Like yep. I'm a racist. Like I don't and it's, know. It really like it really hurts that like Jared Leto is gonna be what sort of like starts to push Paul Racy out of the conversation. And it just had to be him. And it's like it like, would have been I would have felt better had it been like a second person from Trial of Chicago mm-hmm. Seven or something. Especially like, for I just, yeah, like I just don't like that it's one, Jared Leto has an Oscar. Should he have it? No, but that's a different conversation. Two, like, it's not a movie that's going to be anywhere else. Like, mm-hmm. at least if he's going to get pushed out, which I get, still get this feeling it's going to happen, push him out for, like, something that's nominated for Best Picture, and they just went overboard with nominations. Yep. It's not Jared Leto. They should have gone both. They, they should have gone both. That's what I kind of was times. like in my in my mind. I was like, that would be really cool. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen. But if Jared Leto can happen, why can't Bo Burnham happen? What if Bo Burnham pulls a uh, Marina de Tavira and just out of no no nominations anywhere (laughs) and then gets the Oscar nom? That and then um, uh, I updated my Oscar predictions and moved Judas and the Black Messiah kind of down everywhere. Same, same. Yep, Judas and the Black Messiah. And I, I... I'm not going to spoil anything, but the fa- the father definitely moved down a little bit too. Oh, I moved it up in some places. Really? Yeah. I think today, well, just 
taking history into like today, having that and uh, Judas both miss is like, I don't think CCA has gotten like less than eight out of the nine correct picks. And I could definitely see Sound of Metal missing and one of the two getting in. And in my eyes, Judas would get in over the father, but well, I don't think I don't know the father's point. like a big best picture contender, but I think like mm -hmm. everywhere else, it's like moving. Yeah, I mean, the father has a good chance at winning supporting actress. I mean, it, it, I still think that it could Dark Horse Lee win best actor. I still think that, I mean, obviously it's Chadwick's going to probably win, but if anybody does beat him, it's going to be Hopkins. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on best actor. Let's just, let's run into this. <laughs> but Ricky, do you have right, any thoughts? Gonna... Like, yeah, we never we never asked you. Sag, I mean, nothing nothing really surprised me. Um, as it, it, a lot of the same, you know what I mean. It's it's been a lot of the same seven to eight names. You know what I mean, mixed in to the entire. And he's team. like, and if you're at Critics Choice, you put all seven to eight names <laughs> as a nominee. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the crazy thing about it was is is seeing that there's eight nominations deep. It, it's hard for me to kind of take it seriously because really all you did was take the eight names that everybody's talking about and nominate them. Right. Except for yeah. maybe Tom Hanks, which is whatever, but I've, I've but said there's one of those, there's one of those you're very excited about. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of them that I'm very mm -hmm. excited about. But in lead but ben Affleck is the one that I'm super <laughs> excited about because honestly, I, yeah. I would adore Ben Affleck getting nominated for probably his best performance of his career. I Not mean, easily. and it's deservingly. So, um, I mean, I'd put him in over, Sorry, Stephen Yoon. I'd put him over Gary Oldman. I mean, Tom Hanks. But I mean, it, it's, but that's a, you know, that's just I just want to say another thing that I noticed today. Oh, am I missing something about News of the World? Like, no, it's not good. I know that people like Paul Greengrass in the industry, but like, am I missing something? I told yeah. you, I said enough. Did I have to move it up in every category today? Yeah, I. I'm I right. said back in in whatever we did our first Oscar show, I said it would not surprise me if because, it turned into some. Because if the, the thing with the, the thing with Tom Hanks is, is he's got a story. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm just saying his nomination. He's got a story. He was the first big, well-known guy to have COVID. You know what I mean? Like he, like actor wise, and and it just it makes too much sense. And, and it's I still don't know. We don't know what I the don't Oscars want it to, are gonna, I, I just don't want this movie to happen. I just I don't want it either. But it doesn't. I, it's and it's not that great of a movie. It's just not. It's it's not. It wouldn't bother me if it was like only in text. But it's been like put mm -hmm. into best picture in so many places. And like, why is he popping up in actor? Like I, I'm Screenplay, sorry. If they, if they nominate him for this and he wasn't nominated for Captain Phillips. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. Yeah, I want to know the, what drugs they're on. Yeah, I don't the, know. the thing about it is, is it's not like there's not other viable contenders. Like, I mean, for seriously, if it came down to Ben Affleck versus Tom Hanks for performance-wise, come on, all like, the way. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. The only thing that like works for Tom is that like the movie's going to be elsewhere, and it's going to be like a big tech player, and, and it's the thing about green grass. Yeah, I don't get the love at all. Yeah, it's, it's weird. If he takes David Fincher's spot in director somehow. <laughs> gloves will come off that would be it would be hilarious i i, I do want to see some shake-up but those are the shake-ups i want to see yeah <laughs> like, I, please god no um all right so like i said we'll kind of kick it off with the supporting actress um 
I think the one thing, and I noticed it's a lot of places, Olivia Coleman's getting a real strong push here. And not just for her name. I mean, her performance is remarkable in The Father. I do think that this potentially could be a Glenn Coles versus Olivia Coleman battle that is made up in Twitter that exists. But I think that it's really down to those two. What do you think, Kenzie? I agree a lot. I think those are like... um... We added to the site yesterday, Kinsey's big Oscar board. It's color-coded. It's really cool. Check it out. Um, but those are, like, my only two locks, really. And I feel like everyone else, like Amanda Seyfried and then um, Maria Bak- Bakalova are, like, the other two that I – but I could see, like, Amanda missing still. But I really only think, like, Olivia and Glenn are locks. And it would be really entertaining to see them, like, go at it, like – back to back again oh for sure but i think if more people would see the father this would be olivia coleman's to lose but because it's so hard to see and i finally saw it and it's just incredible and she's so great in it i just think that like if more people saw this movie that she would be like the front runner in this category everywhere versus like people just think think there's too many people in the hunt for this one but it should, it's really between them, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, I don't know. It depends on also, like, all the people that I have hanging in the balance after Amanda Seyfried and um, Maria Bakalova are, like, dependent on how well the movie does at the Oscars. Yeah. So, like, if Minari does really well, I think it gets in here. If I'm scared about Ellen Bernstein, I personally think she should be a lock, but... I she's not she's missed a lot of places and charity has an Oscar so like I feel like people are like meh but she should really be a lock and then if they really like Sound of Metal I could see Olivia Cook just getting thrown in somehow yeah I feel like this is the easy category for some of these big big picture themed films to kind of throw in mm-hmm. like we really love Mar- Minari so let's just well you and I still personally feel like she gave the best performance in a supporting role. Like, I still know, haven't seen it. <laughs> it comes out Friday. You're close. You're yeah, close. I know. <laughs> the father comes out in six years. So you can see yep. that then folks at home. But if, for me, I agree with you as well. Like, so I love Olivia Cook. I think I wouldn't hate her being in this category. I thought she was mm-hmm. fantastic, but Jacob, any thoughts? Um, well, one name that you guys didn't say that is starting to creep up is Helena Zengel. And I don't, I hope she doesn't get in, but if they really like it, they're going to yeah. throw her in. But I just want to say I'm really not into child actors not getting like getting nomination mm-hmm. after they did not nominate Jacob Tremblay. So yeah. if he would have been nominated, sure. Nominate or, but, or just throwing child actors in supporting, even though yeah. the movie's about we'll them. Do the lead. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, with me, I think the top five are all very confident. I would actually put Maria starting to put her in the lock um basically because she yesterday she won mm -hmm, and yesterday she won the london which could be could lead to her winning or at least getting like close to winning in bafta which if she wins bafta like that's like really telling of this not being like a centric kind of but i do think olivia coleman has bafta locked and loaded I yeah, I thought so too until uh, until Maria won the London Critics yesterday. Yeah, but Bakalova also reminds me that she could be J Lo too. You know what I mean? Like I really do like Bor- like no offense to Borat, I'm not taking away from her performance, but I mean 
Where else does everyone have Borat showing up? Um, like a late adapted screenplay, maybe. Makeup? Yeah, I could see. Well, makeup, original song, um, those yeah. two. I think those are the only four that it's but really I just like, mean, like any if, chances. If she's like on the bubble, I, I don't really think she is on the bubble. I think she's becoming mm-hmm. sort of a luck. But then I do get JLo PTSD where I'm like, this is a Twitter thing and not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think if they can get it somewhere else, then like, yes. But I think like at the same time, if she doesn't get it anywhere else, yeah, because they have so much other to give, right? Mank's going to be Mank's in the conversation, absolutely. Minari, how much do they love Minari? And then it comes down to like piece. If it comes down to that, then it's like, all right. So Bakova versus Bernstein versus Cook, maybe. How much do they love Sound of Metal? Do they love Sound of Metal them more than they love Borat? You know, what I mean? which I mean, if you were smart, you would. But I mean, or it could turn into this is the only place we're going to put Borat. Well, it's yeah. also supporting actress has become like the let's nominate a comedy like performance yeah like most mccarthy mm-hmm. um so that's why i could easily send them be alien bernstein that was a that was a fantastic comedy role <laughs> <laughs> um but there that. is someone that i'm really stressed and even after this morning more stressed um dominique fishback is mm-hmm. so good in judas yep. and judas Messiah, and like I personally like didn't try. It. I tried not to watch the like, trailers after the first trailer for that movie, and I totally forgot she was in it. I really liked her on the Deuce, um, and I like that could have been such a typical like wife role, and it wasn't written like that. But then she like I don't know. She just brought so much to mm-hmm. it, and it like stresses me out that Judas is just not performing. I don't know what they need to do at Warner Brothers. I don't yeah. know Warner Brothers and. SPC, they need to start getting stuff together. I really had wanted Judas to be like a front runner for uh, best picture, and then her gets swooped in somehow at the last yep. minute. But I don't think it's gonna happen. But I would just like to throw her lots of love. Move, moving on to supporting actor, um, we have it's a strong, strong, strong category. I'd say, you know, Jared Leto lead in the top there. Um, <laughs> Wait, I, I'm gonna move him down. <laughs> Just one. Um, but this category, I feel like there's, you know, you have your anchors. You know, you have Sasha Baron Cohen, you have Leslie Odom, you have Daniel Kaluuya. I think those are the anchors of the category. Obviously, of Chadwick Boseman kind of lingering around with the Five Bloods. Paul Racy's still around. Bill Murray's still around. I mean, I, I think that's the the cream of the crop right there. I think that of those. Six. We're probably looking at five of those. What do you think, Jacob? Um, see what you were saying about Maria, about like throwing Ellen Burstyn in. That's what I think they're going to do here with Bill Murray and say, you know, this is a guy who got nominated like a few like years ago, didn't get the win, and then came out and gave a. I think it was a very good performance, but I would put Paul Racy in over him probably 10 out of 10 times. I mean, but I would put Bill Murray in over Sasha Baron Cohen, but that's beside the point. I mean, his <laughs> but, performance is light years better. But, nah, I don't know about that you know. one, but, um, but it's, I think it's like you said, I think it's really anchored by the top three by Leslie, um, Sasha and Daniel. Um, and I, Daniel should win. This is like a performance that he needs to win for. I just don't see him at least what at this if, moment, winning. what if they start to realize like the movie overall isn't going to get tons of Oscar love and they focus the entire campaign on him? 
I think that would be smart, but I don't think Warner Brothers has smart campaigns. Because like like towards the end of A Star is Born's Oscar campaign, they shifted every single mm-hmm. campaign focus to original song only. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, because it started with them only submitting one song and then it changed to like once they realized like neither of them were in the running and he didn't get a director, they like the entire campaign was like just focused. We're, like, we're going to get on. one Oscar out of this. Yeah. Thing. Like, <laughs> But that was a really cool Oscar year where every single Best Picture nominee won an Oscar. Yeah. Um, but maybe they would do that if they start to realize what we're all realizing, that it's, mm-hmm. like, not going to happen. And then, like, if it doesn't get a Best Picture nominee, it would hurt it. But then they could really, like, focus in on his campaign. Because every single person that's seen it talks about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone that's seen it talks about this should be the front runner for best picture. So I don't understand why it's not the front runner for best picture. But yeah. I don't know. And like, he's obviously really liked. Like, if you think about it, like the horror genre has such a stigma around it at the Oscars, and he did get in. Mm-hmm. Like, so they obviously already like him, and like he'll probably win at the Baftas. Or no, Sasha Baron Cohen's also British. Yep. But he moved to Australia because he hates it. So. <laughs> But okay, um, I really think Chadwick's a lock here. I don't think he's gonna win. I think he's a lock for nomination yeah. because the Five Bloods is popping up absolutely everywhere. This like is he the... broke SAG history. He has four nominations. Yeah, this is the one where I think Chadwick gave a great performance, but you know, up until you know what happened happened, it was always you know let's go for Jonathan Majors, let's go for. Uh, Clark, like, let's go for these other people. And then I I hate it. Um, I mean, I think he's deserving, but it's just kind of one of those where, like, I feel like him getting nominated is going to take a little bit away from his Ma Rainey performance uh, if that ends up winning. Uh, but I do think he's a lock as well. So if you guys only have Sasha Baron Cohen, Leslie Odom Jr., Daniel Kaluuya, who do you have as the last two? Uh, I have um, Bill Murray and Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I've got Bill and Chad. So nobody has Paul. No, I it, I want. I just I, I feel like we all want it yeah, so yeah. bad. Like I, I mean, I, I do know you and I were talking about it the other day. I think Feinberg is the one that you told me that's that says that everybody's really high on Sound of Metal, and and I think that it's. I think this is one of those ones. It depends on how if they're high on the film, then it's going to be everywhere, and this could easily be Racy's nomination, but. I mean, I believe he's deservingly in that race, but I just don't see it. I, I don't, mm-hmm. and it's sad because. But at the same time, it, it that, doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? after Ethan Hawke, like I just get that feeling about smaller movies, especially Amazon movies. Yep. Yeah, stop making them. He would have to. He would have to like shockingly win. He'd have the to critics, win yeah. and then he would have to somehow also win BAFTA, and I just. I just don't see it. Two exactly. Brits in this category. Yep. All right, let's transition over to lead actress. Um, this is, I don't even know. I mean, it's very top heavy. I believe it's very top heavy with, with the big three. Um, and from there, it's kind of a disaster. I mean, not, there's not good performances. I'm just saying it's a disaster of what's to come. I mean, there's a lot. There's of- so many, um, like after the top three, there are so many people that are newcomers. There are so many people that are well-known actresses. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just like super overwhelming after mm-hmm. those three. 
Yeah, because you have Vanessa Kirby, who once upon a time was thought to be, you know, the front runner, and now I barely think she's getting in. Yeah, and of course, you know, then you have Amy Adams, who's lingering around with Hillbilly LG, which I think could easily overperform mm -hmm. um, as a collective whole. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me, and it's and it's Amy Adams. You know what I mean? Like that's you know, it's like Amy Adams or you know Andrea O'Day. Or, you know, and say like it's like if it comes down to that, and I mean. I don't think I've heard one redeemingly good thing about the United States versus Billy Holiday outside of her. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that plays in a factor as well. But I mean, it, it's if we were picking a winner today, who are you picking, Kenzie? A winner? Like they're like who they're gonna pick? Yes, they're the Oscar winner. <laughs> Viola Davis. Same. I'm picking Carrie. I think. Yeah. I think promising young woman is gonna do so well. I think I'll talk about it later, but I think it's I I just have like a feeling that because it's been consistently like overperforming at everything like you know director picture at like it's just been getting like those sound nominations at every single thing and I think she's gonna win Globe and I think she's gonna win SAG and I think like it's just gonna start like really pushing towards Carrie Mulligan finally like getting that Oscar win. You think she's gonna win SAG? I, I, yeah, at, at this point right now, I do. I think, I think this is for me, I think it's Viola Davis is to lose. I mean, I really do. I, I, in my head, I just, you know, it, and I wouldn't be mad about it outside the fact that I really believe she is supporting a person in her own film that's mm -hmm. named after her. But at the same time, I, I wouldn't hate, you know, any, actually, I wouldn't even hate Francis winning. You know what I mean? I'm personally, I am on the Carrie Mulligan train. I just don't know if that can win. Uh, it's just, if it does, I would be extremely pleased. I just, for me, I think Viola. Um, I know we haven't done this with other categories, but I kind of want to put all you guys on the spot. Who are your five outside of those three? So give me your other two, Jacob. So outside of Francis, Viola, and Carrie? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going Vanessa Kirby, and then I think the fifth spot's so up in the air, but I think with getting the CCA today, she kind of stayed in it, and I'm actually still have Zendaya in that fit spot right now. Interesting. Uh, I would go. I don't know because I'm like I don't like Hillbilly Elegy, but I get this like feeling it's gonna like just do so much. So like if they like Hillbilly Elegy, it's gonna be Amy Adams, and then maybe Vanessa Kirby, or. It's going to be Vanessa Kirby. My I don't know. Is, I feel like Sophia Loren might just like randomly pop up. I don't know. My I thing with Amy it. Adams is like, do they like, they have to know she's not winning. Do they want to give her another one? Without, I mean, of course like, it builds that narrative. I mean, it really so, does. they love that shit. They want yeah. the ratings. Yeah. They love the narrative of another or, loss by Amy Adams. Or, um, I don't know. I could see it being like Sophia Loren, Andrea Day, or Amy Adams. Yeah, I have it. I, I think right now, like for me, it, it it's I think Kirby is on like on the cusp, but I feel like she's still a solid four. Mm -hmm. But for me, it comes down to Amy Adams and and I think Andrea Day, she still has a strong chance. I just I feel if like she like wins somewhere. Yeah, I just I don't think she will, but I mean I I just 
it comes down to like Amy Adams. And like if it comes down to that fifth slot and you take the four that we have right here, and even if these any of these other characters. Ooh, who do you guys think will win BAFTA here? Carrie. Vanessa Kirby has a BAFTA for the crown. I mean, I think Carrie probably. Right? I think I think it's Carrie. Because I think isn't isn't like that mostly like a British film already? Yes. So but Vanessa Kirby, like she is the crown, so no, she's not. She's like the crown, the sister of the crown. In the first two seasons. God. Mm -hmm. Crown <laughs> noobs. <laughs> All right, let's transition over to lead actor. Um we actually, you know, this this category is pretty heavy, I think, across the board. I mean, you have Chadwick, Anthony Hopkins at the top. And, of course, you have Riz, Delroy, Gary, Stephen Yoon, Ben Affleck, Tom Hanks, or even lingering around just because it's Tom Hanks. But, I mean, we have probably uh, all 93 people that were nominated by Critics' Choice all have a chance, I think, to get in at some point here. Jacob, you had said you had a lot to say, so the floor is yours. Um, I think... I think they're going to really like Sound of Metal, like you guys have been saying. And I think if there is someone that's going to beat Chadwick, it's going to be the same person who's beaten him at some of the other like live ceremonies. And I think I personally have Riz Ahmed in second place right now, just because I think the father as a whole just feels like it's underperforming a little bit. Um, and I think Anthony Hopkins already has the Oscar, you know, getting him there is going to be great. But I think Riz Ahmed is really making a push towards like getting that ultimate win. Um, and then also, I hate it. I hate it so much. But that I feel like the three, four, five is so open um, to like or the yeah four, five, six is so open to like switch around. And right now, I've got Gary Oldman and Stephen Yoon in and Delroy out. And so I'm really hoping Delroy picks up a win somewhere um, to kind of catapult him back into it because missing both golden globe and sad was just a huge miss i think kenzie so i have this like okay i love mink i'm like the only person that super loves it i still feel like gary oldman can miss yeah oh yeah i do but i don't know but it's like, if they like really go into mink like 11 nominations yes mm -hmm. he gets in if it's like six or seven, he does not get in. Um, but I think, I don't know. I can see it being Chadwick, Riz, Anthony Hopkins, Delroy, and Gary. Or swap out Gary for Tom Hanks if that movie goes really big. Or if they really like One Night in Miami... Like, what is stopping it from, like, getting this? Like, maybe two supporting it? No, it'll only get one. I don't know. Remember when we were like, maybe it would keep Stanfield? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I still feel like Delroy can get in, even if he doesn't win anything. Mm -hmm. Because that movie's overperforming what I really thought it was going to at this point. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of Delroy. I think that his performance was one of the better of the year. I think that him missing in so many places, I think, is just a testament to when the damn film came out. I think that that hindered mm -hmm. it a whole lot. Um, I love, I mean, I, I think Delroy, in my opinion, is going to get in. 
I still have Tom Hanks making it just because it's Tom Hanks and it's just because But they don't like him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they lo- they're going to love this film though. This film is But I mean a- like I think if it perform like overperforms outside yeah. of text, he gets he could get in. But if it really doesn't, like yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you. And I think that I think what you said kind of goes hand in hand. Paul Greengrass gets that stupid surprise best director nomination, Tom Hanks is in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, <laughs> like I feel like I think Oldman and Seafried go hand in hand. I think if they both, I think if one of them's nominated, the other one's going to be nominated. I truly feel it because I think if, like you said, six six nominees sounds about right for Mank. You know what I mean? But if it overperforms and it has like a Irishman or American Hustle style nomination count, ten, eleven, they're going to oh, throw yeah. it in everything. Oh, exactly, it's going to be overloaded and everything. So. I really feel like those go hand in hand. So if we hear Seafried first, I truly feel like we'll hear Gary Oldman as well. I, you can tell like with a lot of like the more recent, uh, you know, the live ones, um, the like the more recent critics, it has been Mank leads nominations, Mank leads nominations. Even today with Critics' Choice, it was Mank leads nominations, and I still feel like that's going to. I feel like that movie is like picking up once we get into like the more live ones, and I think that's because I mean I still see it like in all of the texts. I see it in top three, if not top two. Um, yeah, I, I think mean, I think it's just going to do incredibly well. I still think that the score could to- totally win. I really do. I, I personally prefer that score to Souls. I know that's not a hugely popular thing, but I love the score of Mank. I didn't love Mank, but I love the score of Mank. And, and it's, it's, I just think yeah. like with Mank, I was always under the impression it wouldn't do well with critics, and then it would do well with like guilds and industry Great. awards, and that's like what's starting to happen. And then critics that are announcing after these awards are throwing it in because mm-hmm. like – Critics are chasing to be correct with Oscar nominations, not have reward something actually. No offense. Well, the. But, but that's what's happening. Like, it wasn't in any critics' awards, and now it is because Golden Globes and SAG, and it's on all these BAFTA shortlists. Like, well, the insane. Be correct. The insane thing was like, it was on the critics' list, but it was never on Best Picture. It was like. Yeah, it was supporting like. Supporting actress, cinematography, sound like text, no best picture. And so that's what, like with having the Oscars have like, you know, up to nine or 10 best pictures. I think I, that's, I don't I think wish this year but. was the first year of 10. Oh yeah. Being Isn't that next year? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I just feel like this I year agree. it would have been like, like I wouldn't be worried about Judas and mm-hmm. like soul would get in and I don't know. But yeah, if no. Minari does really well, I think Stu and Yang gets in. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, he doesn't. His, but also, I'm really nervous about um, like diversity being like backfiring somehow because it's the academy. It's probably a thing that they're thinking about, and it like it makes me so angry that we have to think about it. But we do, guys, because like if we really the Oscars has been right, you know? yeah. So like if we really did get Chadwick. Riz Delroy in like that would be like insane but I'm like will they really do it yeah which is a perfect segue for director because I feel that there's not two women nominated they can just change their name to sexist awards I'm sick of it there's no excuse this year there's no excuse 
I if really the Golden feel- Globes can do it, the Oscars can do it. No? <laughs> yes? Coming, from, coming yeah. from the lady that's not a Golden Globe supporter. <laughs> I hate the Golden Globes. <laughs> well, we have to be careful with saying if the Golden Globes can do it, the Oscars can do it, because then they'll nominate Sia for everything, and we really don't want that. Um, No. I mean, I haven't no. seen the film, so I can't make any judgments on whether it's good. We're not, or not. going. I'm to gonna, see. I'm gonna make judgments. So, um, but no, like, there's no. So I think director, there's two locks, and that's it. Everyone else is like rotating. <laughs> I think I disagree. I really do feel like David Fincher's a lock. Yes, I thought you I, were talking about David Fincher, but no, she's talking about Zhao and Aaron Meh Zorkin. So. Listen, I love Aaron Sorkin. He got I mean, me interested so in like who was writing scripts growing up but i i this movie's like this is this is something i've been adamant on all year is his direction overall isn't great but he has one particular scene that is like i think his direction's flawless and i feel like that is what everyone is going off of is just that one scene overall no but what that one movie, scene the like the um the like riot, like the second riot, uh, like back and forth between oh. um, Eddie and Mark, and then Sasha edited in and all that. I thought that was more of an editing play. But for me, all right. So at the top, top heavy, Zal and Zorkin. Uh, who are your other three right now, Kenzie? If you're predicting today. Oh, okay. If I'm predicting today. I would go Fincher, Spike Lee, and Emerald Fennell. I Ooh. think. Uh, if I'm today, I've got Fincher, uh, Regina King, and Emerald Fennell. It's like I said, I think Promising Young Woman's going to continue to keep overperforming. Oh, and I think her direction. If Promising Young Woman doesn't overperform, I would take out Fennell and put in. I don't know. I still don't. I don't. I want. I think. I think. But maybe Lee Isaac Chung. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think Lee Isaac Chung's very. I think him and Spike Lee are the only like. I mean, of course, like you've got Paul Greengrass like hovering around. Paul Greengrass is gonna like. We're gonna wake up and he's gonna be like the first person fucking named somehow. We're gonna be like, what (laughs) the fuck is happening? They're gonna walk up and they're gonna say Paul Greengrass is in for News of the World, and now we're gonna start the rest of the show. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I would do if I were presenting the Oscars, and there was like one really bad nomination that I knew would make everyone else mad. I would just say, here's one person that's nominated for director, say Paul Greengrass, and then not do the rest of the director nominees until the very end. How well, see, that's, how, that's how exactly. screwed up would that be if they actually like really did that? Like, okay, if they just do did guys, that with every category. Okay, do you guys know what my idea to improve the Oscar telecast is? What's that? What? Okay, so let's say it's the year you have all ten nominees. Like, you have to have ten nominations for Best Picture. One by one, you say what order they came in. Oh my god! Throughout or, the broadcast, I you're would just yeah, like, exactly. And you hey, just eliminated number, number nine. 10. Yeah. So then at the end, you're down to two, and you're like, "Holy fucking shit!" And yeah, then that's awesome. my, you know what? And like, people would be into it. Everyone would turn into Howie on their couch. Like would, everyone would be Howie from Uncle Yeah. Down. I want them to do. I want Howie amazing. to do it though, with yeah. kicks on the stage with briefcases. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Just can we add that to it too? Yeah. Like here the here Oscar is inside the briefcase. Like it's I like, have. Many, I, I have many <laughs> ideas how to improve it, but this is my best one because 
if you're invested in the Oscar race, you're like changing your predictions as they're reading them out. Yeah. It affects the rest of the award show because if you're your best picture, like you're kicked out number 10, you're literally yeah. number 10. You're like, I'm not going to win director. <laughs> but well, then if right? you do, you're, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> well, like, it'd be like uh Mank, it's number nine. And they open the briefcase. You know what? There's you no Oscar in it. You know what no. I mean? You know what? Steven S uh, Soderbergh is producing this year's Oscars. Who knows what he'll do? He'll have a he high in the middle of it. That's oh how. God. That's how you have to. That's how you have to get to the Oscar. You have to like have a high score. You have to steal from the Bellagio. Are we not no. surprised that Paul Greengrass hasn't made a movie about the ending of the Oscars when La La Land won? No, because lost? like nobody died, so he's like, <laughs> I don't have to make this. That's true. He'll be directing Tom Hanks in a new movie. Oh, called you know COVID what? Nineteen very soon. Honestly, <laughs> I, you know what I think. You know what I think. It would be maybe it's like Chloe, Aaron, Fincher. Green grass, Spike Lee. I, I still get this sickening feeling they're gonna be like, there's one female director nominated. I don't think Spike's getting nominated. I think if Defy Bloods continues to like overperform everywhere, he's getting in. Mm -hmm. Actually, I mean, I, I would see Spike getting in over Fennel King. You know what I mean? I, That's what I, I mean. Like, I feel like they'll be like, see, you know yeah. what? We'll give you Spike Lee, but we're not giving you more than one woman. Especially because yeah. he's never won. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's never won. Had he won a director's yeah. Oscar, I'd be like, it doesn't matter. Like, they're mm -hmm. not going to put him in. But because he hasn't, they're like, let's just keep giving him chances. Mm -hmm. Like, I and wanna, Netflix. And I just want to go on the record and say that Shaka King not getting more love is just mm -hmm. a disgrace. I personally... Shout out Warner Brothers. Man, that, um, great. Hey, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Would this movie be doing better if it was an A24 production, an Amazon production, or stayed at Warner Brothers? About the same. <laughs> With the time frame, about the same. If they if this was like a Christmas release, they, I think it'd be blowing up right you know now. No, this should have been. You know what this should have been? They should have put it available to rent on Christmas mm -hmm. and then put it on HBO Max, the way they're doing it this weekend. They should have just done what they did with HBO. Uh, I mean, in my personal, like H, or not, um, uh, Nomadland. They should have done the same thing they did with, they made Nomadland very accessible to like the critics across the globe. Mm -hmm. And then, which then the critics raved about, you know, no matter what, but like it missed on so many because it's so late in the game. Also, they missed the boat not having it released last Friday because like the Globes came out, the SAG came out. They should have dropped it on Friday. They should have flip-flopped it with uh, that uh, Jared, Jared Leto-led Oscar But then how would Jared there, Leto but... have been nominated? <laughs> I don't even know. For for but, saying, oh, oh, poop, I made a boo-boo. That's his Oscar line. Or having a strange boner pointed out by Denzel Washington in the middle so of the weird. movie. But wouldn't yep. it be cool if there were two kings nominated? Huh? Right, Regina King, Shaka King. Shaka King. No, but Shaka King should That's be too much diversity for the Oscars. Calm down. Um, he should really be in more 100%. conversations. So I mean, honestly, of the ones in the conversation, I it would be like a one A one B for me. Like honestly, with the with the, with what I'm looking at personally, personally, because I think mm -hmm. the direction of Judas is just mind blowing. Good, it's fantastic, um, and it's definitely better than I don't know the rest of this mumbo jumbo i'm gonna be extremely upset with the director in some aspects 
Um, I mean, Mank, I don't feel like Fincher. I, I know I'm, you know, I his work is good in the film, but like, give me Shaka King. Like, uh, Spike Lee, I'm not a fan of the Well, I'm obsessed with David King. Fincher. Obsessed. Uh, but I don't even want him to be a luck. I don't want him to win for this. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then for I me, think like... I, I think he's doing the exact same thing that um, Todd Ho or Ho Hooper, whoever did to him back in 2010, where Fincher just like won everything and then Hooper won DGA and Oscar. I don't know if he'll win DGA. I think Aaron Sorkin's going to win this stupid award, but that's just going to make I don't think, fun. I don't know. I feel like I would love Chloe Zhao to win. <laughs> you know. I hope this year is a split between director and pitcher because mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I know trial Chicago seven is going to win. So like give this to Chloe though. Mm -hmm. Speaking of splitting best picture. Um, I mean, I, I feel like we're pretty top heavy, right? You know what I mean? Nomadland trial, Minari to five bloods, one night Miami, my Rainey's. We have Promising Young Woman. I think Soul's not getting nominated. Um, Mank is just, a, I think Mank's a wild card. And then, of course, News of the World. Just shoot me now. But um, Jacob, thoughts on Best Picture? Um, I think for right now, uh, my top five is Trial, Nomadland, One Night, Ma Rainey, and then Promising Young Woman in at five. It's like I said, I think, I think those are five definite locks with, uh, Minari to five, Mank, and then Judas kind of pulling up in the rear. Um, but it's like you said, I think we all kind of know who's going to win. I think it would be a shock if Trial didn't win. Um, but I mean, I think any of those top I think any of those top five could win. I think you know, I still think if Promising Young Woman just really hits, um, I think that could surprise some people i think one nine miami could surprise some people um if one night in miami wasn't an amazon movie i would have it in the top three mm -hmm. yep because I like agree. my parents loved it like all these older people love it and like regina king just won recently like it has like a lot of good things working for it and the actors are like in a lot of other things like in the last two years mm -hmm. so they're like familiar people but just because it's an Amazon movie, I'm like, it's like getting nominated, but it's not winning. So here, but I so, really think Marini's is like a lock for a nomination. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's going to win. So here's, here's the thing about what is going to happen Oscar night. They always start with supporting actor. And if Daniel Kaluuya wins, I think it could be just up in the air for everything else. If Sasha wins, trial is going to do great. And then if Leslie Odom comes out of nowhere, I think one night Miami is going to do great. I, well, Leslie Odom's already got himself an Oscar for that night, so go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about. What if it's that song from that Kristen Wiig movie? <laughs> I love boobies. <laughs> yep. um, but it just sucks because, like, I know Trial of Chicago 7 is, like, in the best <laughs> position to win. Like, it's the only one that has SAG, Golden Globes, critics, and is on the BAFTA shortlist. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. But what will win at BAFTA? Um, promising young woman is promising young woman though being submitted as best British film. Oh, I don't know because if it is, it wins that, but I don't think it wins. 
picture, but it's just like weird because all the other ones are such American movies. Mm-hmm. Mank for no reason. It's not for no reason. Promising Young Woman's in for best film. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. I okay, Kinsey. I love Mank, and I really want to watch it again. I think my score might go up, but um, like I just meant like Mank, like out of nowhere. But Promising Young Woman is in for like best film uh, on the long list. So, but is it in for best British film also? Because um, there's me... two categories, like the favorite one, best British. Yes, film. it is. Yes, it, it is. is. Okay, so like I feel like it would win best British film. Like split with that, whatever. And then they don't. I don't know. Like, the father could win uh, best British film. Yeah. Oh, you know what? True. It'll probably be the father. But I don't. The Mauritarian. I think. Um, Promising young woman. Like I don't think it has a shot at picture. Yeah, I don't think so either. I like think this is I, a trial I would love that, but like I. Like the academy is mostly men. They're not ready to like listen to what this movie is saying, like at all. I personally feel like Minari should win Best Picture. Yeah, that would be so. And I think it should win because of the message of the film is so strong and it's so powerful. It's moving. It tells literally the story of a minority trying to make it in America and just not giving up and fighting and scratching your way and showing that that diversity of being a minority in America is very hard to get to where you know that film goes and the obstacles placed in front it's just a powerful film it's just the message is way stronger than just about any other film outside of Judas for me message wise that comes across that I feel like is so powerful and so moving to me I do just want to say, though, for the list that I have for Best Picture, like, who's in the hunt, this year is way, like, I pretty much like every movie. Like, I don't like News of the World, but I I like everything else. Like, I don't really like Trial of Chicago 7, but I don't think it's a bad movie. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, Like, it's not my kind of movie. Like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be my kind of movie, but, like, Judas was the story I wanted from trial of chicago seven and like the messages it like focused in on and more power to shaka king and the story he was telling also if judas and the black messiah gets a best picture nomination it would be ryan coogler's first oscar nomination mm-hmm. yeah. yeah which really so surprised me he wasn't nominated it. for black panther but he was like a producer but not like a. yeah it was yeah kevin Feige, which i guess makes sense but kind of sucks no all right um, folks but uh, I don't know. And I feel I just feel like this year um, you can start to see already the diversity qualifications could mm. work and not mm. change anything because this is a great year of quality movies. And most of them, most of them, not all of them are very diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a Yeah, I would agree. There's a lot of strong and women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you got no men, land, and women. You know what I mean? That's and that's diverse. And, and then, of course, you have, you know, Minari, One Night in Miami, Ma Rainey, The Five Bloods. It's yeah, I like it. Any closing thoughts before we go? Jacob, um, floor is yours. Okay, my one closing thought is we all recognize Trial of Chicago Seven is probably going to win, but let's not belittle the film into calling it Green Book. It is not Green Book. 
Okay. Trial of Chicago seven for like, for whatever people think it's still a good movie. It's still a well-made movie. I don't think, I think it's more on the long lines of King's speech or the artist rather than a green book win. And that's my closing thought. I just, I hate the green book comparison. If you're going to call this anything, call it King's speech or the artist or something along those lines, rather than calling it green book, which I feel like would be belittling the film. That's my closing thoughts. Kenzie. Um, just, you know, let's, let's nominate more than one woman for director. That, mm-hmm. That's, you know, this is like the easiest year to do it. If the Golden Globes who literally never do it could do it, we, we could see it at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And then have David Fincher win out of nowhere. But, you know. Ooh, he will. My closing I, thought is this. Or go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I, since I've started like doing my predictions like months ago, I don't think I've taken Trial or David Fincher off my top spot. I just think it's very likely. My closing thoughts is is if Anthony Hopkins win best as- best actor, Aster. Please, please do me a favor and watch the film before you criticize him winning over Chadwick. That's all I'm going to say. And if uh, Chadwick wins, watch the film before you criticize it being a I don't like, think anybody Oscar. Yeah, but I don't think that anybody's really cons- I just met in the fact that there's no, going to be a cry if if Hopkins wins and Hopkins gives one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. If they could just like, you know, make that movie um, accessible for people to watch, that would be great. So I think it would stop texting me being like, can I watch this movie? How much did you rub it in her face that you saw it? Um, A lot. But also my favorite thing about The Father is actually, well, there's two things. Olivia Coleman's performance and the production design. So please put it in production yeah. design. Yeah. Um, but I don't really like want to talk to my mom about either one of those things because I feel like it spoils the movie in a sense. Agreed. But so if you're listening and you haven't watched it. Sorry. <laughs> Did she freeze? She froze for me. Look at that. Yeah, she's frozen. All right, folks. Do us a favor. <laughs> you froze mid scene. That's hilarious. Like you froze like mid like this. Like you Am I still ta- am I still frozen? I mean, we can see you moving now, but we were just telling oh. you that you froze. Well, but um, I was still saying, watch it whenever it's available. It's like March 26. Jesus. <laughs> it's coming in theaters. Uh, all right, folks, do us a favor. Head on over to Twitter. Give Kenzie a follow at Ken's Menino. Give Jacob a follow at TBear57. Give myself a follow at Ricky Blair underscore. Thank you so much. We'll probably do uh, another one of these possibly after some announcements of winners. Uh, it'll, it'll all depend, only have a but- month. Um, but yeah, so we're closing in on the Oscar nominations. We will make sure to do a live Oscar show um, the morning of the nominations. But thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Oh, he left. Okay. Bye. Bye.